You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. morning. I am Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for January 9th, episode 3094, brought to you today by the World Equestrian Center. Good morning, horse people. I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Jamie, today is Auditor Day. Yay! We have an auditor joining us on the phone today. Her name is Steph, and she's going to talk to us about her show season coming up in ranch competitions, which is one of the fastest-growing sports in the horse world right now. And she has three horses that are full sisters, so I thought it would be fun to chat with her today. Plus, sitting across from me in the studio is Auditor Madison. She's joining us today. Hi, Madison. Hey. And, uh, Jamie, we have some first world problems. We still have just some. a few, yeah, just okay. a few. Right. Actually, today is a big day, Glenn, What's for that? the equestrian first world problems for the first time in the history of horses in the morning, there will be a live auditor provided first world problem in studio. <laughs> Do you have any problems, Madison? I mean, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll be talking about those. So, Madison, where, where, why are you here in Ocala? I recently got a job with FarmVet, and they have eight traveling trailers that they set up at horse shows so that we can provide what everyone needs. And I, I got to tell you, I don't know if you've ever seen a FarmVet trailer, Jamie, but they're they're tractor trailer size trailers. They're enormous. Yeah. Just packed full of stuff. So where, where are you set up? At the World Equestrian Center? We are. We're in Vendor Village behind Arena 4. So they're right next to the big fancy hotel? We are. The problem with the location they're at over there, Jamie, is it's right next to the pastry shop entrance of the hotel. And it's a French pastry shop that has like the best pastries in the world. Now, they all cost about $55 each, but they're really good. Totally worth it. (laughs) Totally. Every morning that it's cold, we're all like, should we? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we should. So Depends on how long the line is. But you're from up Jamie's old stomping ground, right? I am. I'm from the Atlanta area, Noonan, Georgia. It's right below Atlanta. Noonan, Georgia. I used to take uh, riding lessons down there because they the one place is the first time I ever got a taste of eventing. I was like 12. And there's one barn that did eventing down there. I have no idea what the name is. I can't remember the instructor. I took a couple lessons, but my parents wouldn't drive me because it was too far. And thinking about it. Yeah, now there's tons of eventing and it's not that far. Mom, that was ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Totally worth it. So do you have horses? Tell us about your horses. I do. I have one big horse, tough man. He's a paint horse and uh, he is about to be nine. I got him when he was four. And then I just got a year and a half ago, a miniature horse, Sweet Pea. And the kismet of this story is that they both have the exact same birthday. <laughs> so they will both be nine, April January 2nd. 1st. Is the miniature well, horse a holy terror? No, she's no? the greatest. Her name is Sweet Pea. And <laughs> <all> say that. <laughs> she lets me catch her all the time. She runs up to me, but everybody oh. else has, you know, they just don't give her as many treats and all the love. So she's fat, is she what you're saying. She gets fat here and there, but... <laughs> For the most part, she runs the herd. She is top dog. So, you know, she expends a lot of energy telling everybody that she's boss every single day. Well, you started out like everybody else does, right? Didn't you start out in hunters? I did. My mom said, you have to ride in an English saddle first, and then immediately we'll switch you to Western Pleasure because it's so cute. And I'll put you on all the bling. And I said, no, no. I would like to ride the more expensive horse shows while you pay for it, please. (laughs) I I'd like, like to, to do jump. more than, yeah, more than just roll yeah. peanuts around. So, yeah, yeah but no, then when no. you had to start paying for it, what happened? Exactly. I went to college and she said, good luck. And I said, barrel racing is so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that saddle. <laughs> 
So I started that, and that's my horse, Tough, um, who was bred, born and bred in Douglasville, Georgia, to a rodeo farm. He is a speed event horse, but he's the laziest of them all. Like he could go do Western Pleasure one day and then go run barrels the next, which is why I love him. So is is Georgia, Jamie, is Georgia half English, half Western? Because we seem to hear about both out of Georgia. So I grew up in Decatur, Georgia, and going to a farm called Little Creek. <clears throat> and my instructor was a woman named Case Marslick, and she was my first riding instructor. And turns out she was the only one around that was the closest. And she was a German dressage instructor. So my first <laughs> lessons were at Little Creek. In German dressage lessons, <clears throat> excuse me. And then, why do I picture German dressage, dressage instructors uh, like nuns in a Catholic school, and they're hold, they're holding a ruler and they smack your toes every time your your heels aren't down? And why do I she picture just that? Rolled her eyes at me all the time. <laughs> I was like nine at taking dressage lessons. I I like. I was self-taught on how to post. So I didn't understand. I don't think I understand a word she ever said, but I just, that was what I did. Um, and then eventing was east of the city and now south of the city. And then all the hunters are up in Alpharetta, hunters and dressage in Alpharetta. And then pretty much everywhere else surrounding Atlanta is Western. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Conyers. I mean, even I went and took my first uh, ranch horse lesson, which is actually, I'm really excited to hear from Steph. And that was in Milton, Georgia. And uh, mm. it's a cutting horse farm. And I was hey, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Do you ever, are you close to my age? I'm 45. I'm 29. So I'm pretty oh. close. Pretty close. close. She's trying all. to make you feel better. There's I'm pretty close really to your There's exciting age. happening in Atlanta radio right now. And I'm super excited about it. What and is it? There's, um, there was a station called 99X that I worked for at the kind of tail end of 99X, but it was the station we all listened to through high school. I mean, it was like the cool kid station. Everybody listened to 99X. It was like the alternative rock station and it went away, but it's 30th anniversary. They just brought it back. 99X. Like as a full station for, yes. yeah. And I'm listening online. So anyway, that's what I've been doing all weekend is listening to 99X online. They have an app. Do I'm you so know excited. any of the, the, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I did traffic with those people. Like I, it was so crazy. That was one of those moments in life where I, I was such a fan of this radio station forever and ever. And then the first morning I walked in to do traffic for him and I was like, I've made it. I'm on 99X. I work for 99X. It's the greatest day of my entire life. Two weeks later, (laughs) pretty much, pretty much. No, I worked there for a couple years, and then after I left, they kind of just, yeah, just kind of alternative rock just wasn't a a thing anymore, really. But it's back, baby! I'm so excited. (laughs) Are they still doing alternative rock, or are they doing something else? Alternative rock is awesome. I listened to music. I was like, I haven't heard this song in 20 years. It was great. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I was I was pretty excited about that. And then Does you that mean you're Georgia leaving us and, to go back to do uh, traffic in Atlanta? Well, I did afternoon drive with Axel in the afternoons from 4 to 7, and he is now the afternoon drive guy. So, I mean, they might call. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> traffic from uh, from Oklahoma. <laughs> well, then I got to pretend I'm in the chopper. Yeah. And coming down 85 right now. <laughs> you know, traffic in Atlanta is easy. It's just always all tied up and nothing. Yeah, you, just, yeah, you guys are screwed on 85. Yeah. On 400, you guys are screwed. You could on record it 20. once a week and just put different, you know, different words in it. It's it's all the same every week. You would just, think so, Glenn. But however, the plethora of random things that fall out of trucks on the freeway, I can't, because I, there's a mattress one day, then one day there's a washing machine, and like another day there's going to be a cow in the road. You just never know. It's exciting. I was heading down 75 not too long ago, and a couch fell off the truck in front of me, and oh, I had fine. to swerve to miss it. I was in the middle lane, and I didn't even have time to look if I was going to hit something. That so, would be me going, on 995, we got a couch <laughs> taking up the two left lanes, so be careful, right. move over to the red as you're approaching exit number 27. Yeah. Okay, a couple, I want to say like two months ago, did y'all see, it was all over our line, but it shamed me that it was in Atlanta. A horse trailer with two horses in it lost enough tires that they couldn't drive it anymore and they pulled it onto a tow truck with the horses on it and that was driving down atlanta no in on 285 that can't be legal yeah. wow. there's nothing legal about that <laughs> 
just see, and that would be me reporting that as traffic. All right, right now we got an idiot who's got two horses in a trailer sitting on the back of a yeah. truck bed because he didn't have a spare tire because he didn't have enough tires. The kid just kept driving on one tire, like two axles is enough, you know, yeah. like whatever. Yeah, that would be me. Well, and how did you have a tow truck but not tires to put on the tra- the horse trailer? So the only two states I can really picture that happening in are Oklahoma and Georgia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe That's Florida. Awesome. Yeah, Florida. <laughs> All right, let's do some Daily Winnies. We have two birthdays today, Andrew Renatter and Susanna Hahn. Happy birthday to both of you. They are terrific auditors with us. Speaking of auditors, we had two new ones last week, and we have a name that I have never heard of for a person's name. You've heard of it on commercials all the time, but I've never heard a person's name, and that's Melissa Pistachio. So I wonder uh, if she likes pistachios. I don't know. Or she like, uh, that's hilarious, everybody. I don't need any pistachios. But of all the nuts out there, they're the ones that advertise the most. That's for sure. And then Cassandra Adam also joined us last week. So, Sorry, Melissa, by the way. We love you. Thank yes, you for being here. Yes, we do here. like you, Melissa. And I like pistachios myself. So, um, so welcome to both of you. Thank you so much for supporting us and becoming part of the Auditor family. You can go to Facebook and search for HRN Auditors and ask to join the Auditor room. And then also raising their plan was Shelly Billings. So thank you, Shelly, for raising your pledge. We really appreciate that as well. And of course, both of our guests today are terrific auditors, too. Let me do, I'm going to do two daily winnings. One, I just want to remind you guys that I'm medicating a horse's eyeball every three hours. And so I'm giving myself a daily winnie because this is like a testament of just utter patience. I mean, he, but this poor horse. Are you getting up overnight to do this? Now I don't have to do it overnight. Okay. They give me a break. It's old. <laughs> oh my God. So, the, but he sees me coming and, and when I walk up, he, the, any other horse, this would be a nightmare with. Okay. But Salvo, he's, very um optimistic like oh here she comes oh god here she comes <laughs> like that's his thing he's like here she comes like it could be good oh no it's not gonna be good <laughs> and any other horse would try to murder me but i would like to let you know that on friday salvo decided to have an adverse reaction to his antibiotics and freaking colic and oh. i was up all night with oh, him crap. in the Hold barn. On. Sorry. Who doesn't turn Ugh. off their phone? You think we've done this long enough? Was that you? That was me. Dummy. Okay. So yeah, he decides to colic and um had apparently his uh, his medicine oral antibiotics did not agree with him at all. And I was up all night with that. And so that was my, you know what? My husband's been gone for a whole week. Have I been partying? No, uh, because it was up with a colicky horse all Friday. By the way, he's totally fine once the medicine got out of his system. But it was pretty scary for a long time. Did you have to stop giving him the medicine or was he done? Oh, yeah. He's done with the antibiotics okay. for sure. I, I'm doing that again. <laughs> uh, and then it's Saturday night. What does the single girl do? I went to the chicken auction. Again? That's right. <laughs> But I would like to make an an edit to the chicken auction. This time, I did not go to buy, Glenn. I went to sell. You sold chickens? I sold things at what a chicken auction. What the heck happened to you? Are you okay? Uh, no. Have okay. you been taking some of that medication? What's wrong? Did you lose a bet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I did is, um, remember I got those those ducks? I was like, I've had Muscovy ducks, and they're wonderful creatures, I love them so much, and I didn't realize how much I loved them until I got another kind of duck, Cayuga ducks, which are these black, kind of blackish green, and they also eat mosquito larvae. They eat, like, all bugs, and they've been great. And then I'm I'm sorry. Do you guys remember when I had guinea hens, and I was like, oh, my God, they're so loud and annoying? These ducks are worse. (laughs) Worse. (laughs) Oh, my God. They just, uh, it's insanity. I was like, shut up. I'm like kicking ducks. I'm like, just get out of my way. Of course, I go to kick them, but it's like Lucy pulls a football away and like Charlie Brown, I hit the ground, you know, because I'm trying to kick a stupid moving target. Anyway, they're awful. I was like, I can't take it anymore. I can't take the ducks. You caught them? How'd you catch them? 
We waited till they went to bed. Actually, to be fair, I caught one. Ginger caught four. <laughs> she's like, and she's like a she's like a farm girl, right? You know, I'm a fake farm girl. Uh, so yeah, we waited till they went to bed and caught them. Took them to the uh, auction, and I would like to let you know, I made some cash. How much do loud squeaky ducks go for? Listen, I think I paid two fifty for them. When they were babies and they shipped in, so I had to pay the shipping. So it probably went to $5 a duck if you averaged it out on how much. And guess what I sold them for? $6 a piece, baby. <laughs> I like made money on poultry. Okay? So we're just forgetting that you fed them for yeah, you're, months. We're not talking about that. It yeah. doesn't. Listen, are you on my team or are or you not the $100,000 dollars of aggravation they gave her. <laughs> Madison, we're supposed to be sisters here. Um, but I would also like to say that, remember, I had the rabbit thing for a while because April Komet goes with me. We're going to need to get some rabbits and then gives one to Lucas. And then I'm like, well, I can't have a rabbit alone. So I have to get it a friend. And then I get a friend and they try to murder each other. But... So I ended up, uh, you know, doing. Did you sell the rabbits too? No, the rabbits, I gave them away a long time ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I have this big rabbit hutch that has been sitting in the backyard oh, getting no. rained on. It was just a mess, but what it was like cute. No, no, no. I sold the hutch <gasps> that I got for free. $10. Uh, Madison, do you, have a, do you have a guess? No, but my toxic trait would definitely be that I would keep it thinking that like one day in the next 10 years, I'd get another rabbit. So I should just keep it in my yard forever. Well, I cleaned it up. I mean, it needed some screws, but I cleaned it up and I took it and I was like, whatever. I sold it for $170. What? (laughs) Holy crap. They were like, this thing's on wheels because it was on wheels and... $170. $170. And I was like, and I'm I'm leaving right now. $20 right. on the ducks and $170 <laughs> yeah. on the hutch. I did go. not make $20 on the duck. I made a dollar a piece and I sold four. So I made $4 <laughs> on the ducks. And I did have two roosters too. And I was like, man, let's take those too. And so the roosters made $3 a piece. So I mean, I like left loaded. You cleaned up. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of fun. Good time. I am just very proud of you for actually selling something at an auction. Oh my God! Can you? I'm 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 explaining to my husband on the phone. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm going to the chicken auction. He's like, babe, we don't need any more chickens. <laughs> they eat so much, and the food is so expensive, and they're just everywhere. And I was like, no, babe, are you ready? Are you sitting down? I'm selling. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm like a chicken salesman. I'm a chicken broker. Uh, duck broker, <laughs> if you have some duck questions, you just let me know. <laughs> but you still have ducks at home. Well, now I just have the one Muscovy. So now I need more Muscovies because I would also like to let you guys know I had no mosquitoes this year. None. So there is a benefit to having ducks that even if they're loud, they do do their job. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I give and take. Yeah, I was like, Lucas, plug them with your little BB gun you got for Christmas. I don't care. (laughs) But end up making like tons of money on them. So (laughs) you know who else I'm proud of is the men's team for years on this show. Ever since it started, we have been covering the Battle of the Sexes, which is one of the first things to happen in Wellington. It's the jumping show that men compete against the women. It brings in thousands of fans. It's crazy. It packs the place. And they have it every year, and they had it over the weekend. And I am happy to report that for the first time in a long time, the men won! Yay! Yay! The women uh-huh. won 11 of the last 13. I don't know that we've ever reported on the men winning, actually. So that must have been a long time ago. Uh, and yeah, so the men won. And they started out that the first rider that went in fell off, the men. So right away, it was like, the you know, everybody's going, okay, well, the women are going to win again. But they made a comeback, and they actually won in the end. Hey, something I'm not excited about. I'm going to bring it up again because, by God, if you got any of this in your in your barn, please just throw it away. This story, remember the story that came out a week or two ago about the alfalfa cubes in, out of Colorado that were killing horses? Man, it's it really bad. ended. So what happened now is Louisiana is reporting that 20 horses have died in Louisiana from these alfalfa cubes. Um, the Department of our Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry has confirmed that they've confirmed that it was these alfalfa cubes that are killing the horses. So so far, it's been New Mexico, Texas, and Colorado, with many other horses becoming uh, clinically ill. 
So if you have anything, it was man's, how do you say that? Manzanola feeds. Manzanola feeds. Top of the Rockies cubes. If now, you, I have a question. It, and they give you certain dates that, but if you have any of that, just throw it away. And yeah. then the other thing they said is throw the container away. So if you're one of those that dumps it into a barrel or a bucket, uh, throw the bucket away. Just throw everything away. Uh, don't, but, uh, they don't said take a throw chance. them in a secure container. Don't leave them out because then birds are going to die yeah. or whoever gets into them. Yeah, get rid of them safely, but throw the container away too. Uh, yeah. And now, it, it, it's always been cubes. I feed alfalfa pellets. Is that like different? Did, Jennifer did it, explained that, that there's a different process for making the cubes than the pellets, and you're less likely to see it in the pellets than you are cubes. Yeah, it's like they're cooked and compressed yeah. or something. There's I don't I know. I don't know what it is, but it's got to be something different because all I've heard is cubes. So this is botulism, by the way, and th- these are the symptoms, but let's go over that. So it, whether they you feed these or not, if you see these symptoms, it could be botulism. Uh, and of course, what you do then is immediately call your vet because this, a lot of times, doesn't end well. Uh, so it's uh, signs of neurological illness, uh, muscle tremors, difficulty eating or swallowing, difficulty standing or collapsing. Now, that describes about every symptom that a horse has for anything they get. So I don't know how, you know, it, basically, if your horse does any of those things, you should be calling the vet anyway. Um, but yeah, this is a bad one. So, you know, God, if you have top of the Rockies alfalfa cubes stored up, just throw them away. <laughs> Let's just get rid of them. I wouldn't even, I don't know about you. I would not even look at the dates. If I, when I hear about a food recall, I don't bother to go look at what the lot number is. I just throw that crap away. You know what? My mom always said, if in doubt, throw it out. That's right. So that's what I do. I throw it away. So now you are, um, you're not alone anymore. Your your family is home. Back to normal this week? You can um, well, back to normal as far as my husband's been gone a week and he's on call and he's probably going to have to go to work uh, in a few minutes. Okay, <laughs> so. there you go. Uh, one of the things that's uh, happening right now is the World Equestrian Center and... Our special guest in studio is working over there. So uh, tell me, uh, Madison, about uh, about what it's like to work at, over there at the World Equestrian Center. Well, I have a question. Did yeah. you drive in for the first time? Like, I want to know what your opinion was when you drove in for the first time. Like, what do you think? So, well, this was not my first time there. I, like, for vacation, like to go to different equestrian venues like horse show venues so i've been to the world equestrian center a couple of times but i mean i know the first time i walked in it was just absolute awe uh i came down with my mom a year and a half ago i guess so there was a lot less than there is now but it's just you know what everyone says it's disney world for horse people and they the way that they keep the grounds clean and the barns clean is next level as well the the stalls like the ability of that team that they have going working all the time picking up trash even picking up like the horse's poop as they walk towards the arena you don't realize how much of a difference that makes in your experience as a competitor or just as a spectator but I mean, once you've been there, it's it's hard. Yeah, to it's, it's kind of go kinda, anywhere else. Yeah, true. I mean, we're all used to the Kentucky Horse Park, right? Which was which we thought was the epitome of uh, horse horse things in the United yeah. States until they built this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay. So yeah, so there's a lot going on right now, um, especially the Saturday night. Have you been there for any of the Saturday Night Lights competitions? I, I went last night. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's something to see, and they have Grand Prix there on Saturday nights, and and uh, one of the things where you're set up with your truck is also near the ice cream uh, store and also the pizza store. Oh, I'm so. well aware. <laughs> But it's weird because, you know, so they'll have these Grand Prix like this week coming up is the Coca-Cola Beverages Florida Grand Prix, $100,000 in prizes on Saturday night. Do they pack it? Does it get busy? Last night it was packed at by five o'clock when I left work to go home and, you know, take a rest before coming back to the show. The front parking lot was more than halfway full. And then when I got back, I had to go park at the barns. And they're huge parking lots. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's amazing now. I think what's happening with the World Equestrian Center is that locals are finding it. 
and locals are coming out to watch horse things that aren't even horse people. Yeah. You can see them walking around and you can see them making comments and you hear them making comments and you go, oh yeah, not a horse person. <laughs> or <laughs> so, their outfits. Sometimes. Yeah, or their outfits. <laughs> Give them yeah, away. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The shoes maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we do see a lot of that. But I mean, they have all kinds of other stuff too. Like this weekend, there's a cheerleading competition going on there. And the boat show. Boat show was there. <laughs> that just ended. Yeah. yeah. So there I mean, was all kinds of stuff. And uh, December, there was a horror con, spook. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, spook cala. They called it. <laughs> that's right. Remember, we talked yes, about that, Glenn. Right. I was finding out all the celebrities that were in it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can find out all the details of what's going on at worldequestriancenter.com. dot com. They also have a magazine. You'll find it on there. It's a really cool magazine that they do a lot of uh, interesting articles in. And uh, if you want to visit Madison, you'll go to which booth is it again? So it's in Vendor Village behind Arena 4, and you can't miss us. It's a giant truck that says Farm, Farm Bet. Yep. All right. For all of your needs right there, I'm sure riders appreciate you oh, being yeah. there, too, because everybody always forgets everything when they're going to <laughs> yeah. all shows. Even if you're going there to stay, you've forgotten something. Jennifer's, it was girths. I can't tell you how many times we bought girths that she forgot her girth at horse shows. I think buckets. Buckets, <laughs> I think. Yeah, we've had a lot of feed scoops. Yeah. This first week, people are like, ah, so I've been borrowing the one next to me, but I should probably buy one now. <laughs> stirrup leathers, always a popular one for people forgetting stuff. Uh, stirrup leathers is always big. A lot of whitening shampoo. <laughs> the one year we were doing shows, we had a store too, and we did shows, and it was belts. People would forget their belt. I don't know how they left the house without their belt, but they would forget their belt, and we sold a lot of belts. I've definitely used uh, bailing twine. To hold up my pants yeah. once or twice. <laughs> dog leash, baby, dog leash. Yeah, yeah, that too. Lead rope. Yeah. And everybody, like any other horse venue, brings their dogs. There's lots of dogs there. I mean, that's my favorite part of the job. But they are strict about keeping them on leashes at this place. Well, they're supposed to be. You're supposed to keep your dog on leash at this place. I don't know how strict they are. I mean, they're such well-behaved dogs. Like, I, the dogs that stay on the golf cart, I mean, I go out to say hey to them because uh, that'd be rude to not. But I'm just like, my dog would never stay on a golf cart. All right, let's meet another one of our auditors. Her name is Steph Pesca, and hopefully she's going to become a spotlight rider this year. As I said, we were taking a look for spotlight riders, and I was looking for riders that were also in the Western world, and she competes in ranch classes. And she does live in Wisconsin, and that, we're hoping that's uh, one of our first states on the road show this coming fall. Well, hi, Steph. Thanks for joining us today. It's Auditor Day here on the show. Hi, so happy to be here. So where do you live? Where are you at? Um, I live in Tomahawk, Wisconsin. That's the best name for a town ever. <laughs> so tell, tell us about what you do up there in Tomahawk, Wisconsin with the horses. Uh, so I show primarily ranch horse. Um, I have a herd of six, but a show string of three. Um, we pretty much just like to go to some open and breed shows, show some ranch horse with my herd and have fun. Okay, before we get into your horses any further, I have to ask you, are you insulted every time Jamie does no. the Wisconsin accent? No, no, no. No, I actually think it's funny. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, I love her so much. She we hold our O's and our A's. So that's, if you want to get it a little bit crisper, hold your O's and your A's. Okay, how does the A holding sound? I know the O. I got that. So, like, so, um, A, so, <laughs> um, like, when I say yeah, I'll hold my A a little bit. So, yeah, or saddle, I end up holding my A a little bit more. Saddle. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Good. We'll let her practice that on her own. I'll mute her. Um, <laughs> so, Steph, uh, you have something that's interesting. Are, you said that your show team is three horses, but they have something that, uh, well, they're kind of related, huh? They are actually three full sisters. Wow. So t tell us about that. Um, so I actually, I got my first uh, little filly. I got her as... Coming a yearling, I absolutely fell in love with her. She was just wicked smart. And I ended up getting a hold of the breeder about a year and a half later who ended up having 
the full sis- full sister available that he actually wanted to keep back to breed. And I was like, okay, hold on. I really want her. Let's make a deal. And he was more than willing to make a deal with me, seeing how well the other sister was going. And then the same thing happened again. So I ended up with three. <laughs> you and Jamie get along so well. <laughs> you, two are, you two are sisters. <laughs> so tell us about ranch classes. What we, We've talked a little bit about you know ranch showing on the show, and I know it's one of the fastest growing things in the all of horse sports. So tell us a little bit about how they work and what happens. So in the ranch classes, from what I see, I see it having a little bit more movement in the classes for the people who don't necessarily want to go into the speed end of things, but maybe Western pleasure really isn't their field. I feel like the ranch classes end up having a good standpoint for those people. So in the ranch classes, a little bit higher headset. Um, where the pole ends up being a little bit even with the withers versus being down farther. It's a little bit faster classes. The horses have a more elevated lope where they're actually covering ground a bit more. Um, You'll have a regular trot and you'll have a jog. So they end up having two different um, gates there. Sometimes they'll even throw in a hand gallop. It's just overall a really fun class that I feel a lot of people are finding fun as well. Having a little bit difference from the Western pleasure end, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, because it's really supposed to replicate working at the ranch, right? It's supposed Correct. to replicate yep. Wait, that. wait, wait. Are you telling me that Western pleasure doesn't look like regular ranch riding? Oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Now, do they do anything? Do they do cutting and anything, uh, things like that in the ranch classes as well? So the certain shows like the foundation and the ranch horse association, they do have cutting classes, reining classes, ranch riding, ranch pleasure. They really have a whole bunch of different classes that can gear you in any direction. Um, so they will have a straight up cutting class. They'll have your regular ranch pleasure where you'll walk, trot, lope on the rail. You'll have a ranch riding class where it'll be a pattern. You'll normally go over a couple logs, perform with your horse having a spin, maybe a sliding stop, stuff like that. So you need to have a horse that can do ranch work, but also have a little bit of a horsemanship side of it. It just seems to be an overall well-rounded group of classes. And that's what your appeal was? Yep. So I used to show Western pleasure and barrel racing and I started to get out of the barrel racing and I got out of the pleasure and ended up falling in love with the ranch classes just because you can let your horse more or less be free and get their natural movements. You don't have to slow them up a whole lot. They can just perform to their abilities. And I feel like a lot more horses are happier in the ranch horse world than trying to really slow them up for the pleasure. Not that pleasure horses don't like their jobs by any means, but what I feel with my horses, the ranch horse direction was definitely the way to go with them. Tell us about Emmy. So Emmy is my coming four-year-old who is an absolute superstar. Um, She's kind of the golden child. Uh, she, you could take her anywhere you want to. She is calm, level-headed, doesn't care what you do. Um, she's just an overall really, really great horse. I've had her for just over a year now. I did end up selling her for about 10 months when I bought her back because she wasn't working out for the previous owner. And you're, a, you're like me, bought- you're like a really good business person. Okay. Really yeah, good business person. I bought person. her back and I was like, well, we'll just get you started under saddle. We'll see how you do. And she is just awesome. I mean, I've roped off of her. We've worked cattle, worked a flag, and nothing extensive. It just came naturally for her. And it was so easy. I took her to a show and so many people were complimenting me that she's just so quiet. She doesn't spook at really anything. She just wants to have a good job. She likes to be pampered and she just shows her best and she makes it my job so easy. And she's four? She's four, yeah. She's coming four, so she's not even quite four yet. She wow. literally has a mind of a rock star. 
Wow. That's awesome. Well, you're lucky if you can get one at four that's that way, because then you, you just have a whole lifetime to enjoy that horse instead yeah. of them getting that way when they're 10, you know? Right. Yeah. Now her younger sister, she's a little spitfire. <laughs> <laughs> Why your sister? Siblings are never alike, are they? They really are. They have. All three of them have one interesting trait that they all do. When they all go play in the pasture, they all take their head and they like flip it up in the air and they all do it the same exact way when they're running through the pasture. And I'm like, that's how I can tell you guys are siblings because none of them look alike. One's a bay, one's a bay roan, and one's a buckskin roan. So you wouldn't think they were sisters, but they are. <laughs> you want to, when you send a picture, we'll put the picture in the show notes. So if anybody wants to see the three ladies, or actually four ladies in the picture, um, <laughs> we'll post that in there. And when I looked at it and you said they were sisters, I was like, really? Because <laughs> you're right. They don't look alike. <laughs> yep. So is that mare going to have another baby? Like, is there potentially going to be a fourth to this family? So they did breed the mare back, but it's not to the same sire. So I was kind of like, well, I don't know. It's not a full yeah, sister. Yeah, you don't so. want one of those half sisters. No. Who wants one of those? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is we. You, so you're going to keep up with us all year. We're going to be following you as one of our spotlight riders, and uh, I think this is going to be great fun. When does show start for you? Um, I have actually have a cattle sort that I'm going to January 21st. And then after that, I really start showing heavily for Ranch Horse the beginning to middle of May. Yeah, you are in Wisconsin. So I, mean, I yeah. need her to be like our spotlight writer or one of them because I she need is. to she's hear our her. Spotlight. She's one of them. Like, I'm pretty sure that we're best friends now because I, she's actually helping me talk like her. No, that, that was Jersey. Dang it. I messed up. Yeah, got to hold the A's and the O's. Hold the A's and the O's. And we're going to get this, okay? Well, Steph, I don't know if you heard, but we're hoping to start our roadshow this year in Wisconsin and then head west. So I hope we get to meet you this year. Yes, definitely. That is on my goal list is to come and meet you. (laughs) Okay, good. Well, uh, actually, we're going to stay at your place. So you better get it ready. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) And by the way, he threatens threatens that he's going to stay at your place and he will. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's fine. You'll wake up and you'll be like downstairs be in his robe. I'll be in my robe. Uh, that's right. Drinking <laughs> coffee, first. eating donuts. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> that you're going to sleep all day. As long as you'll help feed the horses, right? That's exactly. right. So we're hoping to find other spotlight riders this year. And we really do like, uh, you know, it's fun to follow pros, but it's all, it's really fun to follow people that are like us out there just trying to show and do the thing, especially if they're getting into something new or there's a unique story to it. So uh, like Kira, for instance, who we will be still following this year, by the way, because we can't give up on Kira. Um, and we so contact me. That's what Steph did. And it was easy, right? You just wrote me a note. We chatted and here you are. Yep. Very, very easy. Very good. Well, thank you for being an auditor, a listener, and now one of our Spotlight Riders for 2023. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you guys follow my journey. All right. You and Emmy, we're looking forward to it. Thanks, Steph. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So, Jamie, tell us about Purina. Your horse has unique feed needs, and Purina has you covered. From breeding to senior horses, from performance horses to easy keepers and everything in between. Purina has an extensive portfolio of research-backed options for your horse. There's no shortcut for quality nutrition. Cheaper isn't cheaper if it doesn't work. Put their research to the test to find optimal nutrition at any level at your local Purina retailer or visit PurinaMills.com to learn more. It's time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems. This ought to be good. Just rolling through all this. I'm not prepared. You're catching me up. <laughs> we, we, can, we can start with our in-studio guest for equestrian first world problems. I want to finish with her. I want to oh, okay. finish with her. All right, good. So let's done. explain what this is. Equestrian first world problems. Uh, again, back to our auditors. This seems to be auditor day here on the show. By the way, if you want to become an auditor, just go to horseradionetwork.com. Click on the auditor banner on the right side of the page. Okay, Madison, is being an auditor worth the money? Absolutely. Okay, there you I go. I mean, at least... Just to get to tell y'all what you did wrong in the show, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Like, and I put out a request, Jamie. I don't know if you saw this. We're we're 
the focus group changes over every six months because it's our focus group actually is a group that's dedicated to helping us improve the show. And it's a lot of work because I have to listen to every episode all week and comment on it and, and give us their opinions. And I asked for new focus group people and there must have been 30 people that signed up. So oh, they want to just bash us. Yeah, that's cool. that's it. I just want to say bad things about us and get away with it. Yeah, when but, you pronounce someone's name wrong, we have to be able to tell that's you. Right. And I do that plenty. So yes, uh, if you want to become an auditor, go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the auditor banner on the right side of the page. And for as little as $3 a month, you can also give us your equestrian first world problems. That's right. And we're going to start with Debbie's today. Because remember, we have our first live in-studio equestrian first world problem. But we're going to save that for the end. Uh, Debbie says, the horse that I'm leasing just came up for sale. And they offered me the first option to buy her. But if I buy her, I can't afford to go all the clinics and events I wanted to take her to this year. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it's usually one or the other. Yep. <laughs> you have a year to bond. Um, That's not making her feel any better. No, no. no. Again, that was a lot of people had opinions to help her. and, and That's, that's like what, buying a race car and not getting to race for a year. Because you can't afford it <laughs> yeah, because you bought exactly, the car. Exactly. Rachel said, I made extra sure to buy a baby. And this is our former spotlight writer, Rachel Rosenthal. Oh. I made extra sure to buy a baby with two laid back, easygoing parents. And now I have a coming two year old that requires a rocket launcher and a cheerleader with a pet <laughs> band to get her to do anything faster than a walk. <laughs> I had a driving horse like that once. <laughs> It was so boring. It was the most boring thing I've ever done. <laughs> See, my Andalusian is like that. And then I have his twin brother, which is Ace, the the great three-year-old thoroughbred. And he, they could not be more opposite. I mean, I mean, and, and just how quickly the the thoroughbred learns versus the Andalusian is like, I don't know, prove it. <laughs> it's like it's like training Homer versus training a border collie. <laughs> it's like the results are going to be a lot better. For one of them. Mine's a little different. My horse is super lazy, but his baby is psycho and was like jumping out of the fences at two years old. Hmm. So, you know, Zeus lives in all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Carrie says, my new horse came today and he's so cool. But now I have to go shopping for blankets and a saddle and a bridle and cute saddle pads and, and, and. (laughs) And you you won't be able to afford to show either. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alex, I get, I, I feel Alex, my schooling boots are about shot, mine are too, and I really want a pair of brown tall boots, but I'm afraid they're going to clash with some of my breeches, so like, I guess I need to get one brown pair and one black pair. <laughs> <laughs> that solves the problem. <laughs> a couple solves more. the problem, except the problem on your credit card. That doesn't solve that problem. Listen, we don't have to answer to you guys. We just do what we need to you do. You do you, baby. <laughs> Adrian says, my husband brought the horses in for me tonight, but I miss them now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Chad, are you down there? Just making sure you're saying I'm not the only crazy person. Okay. (laughs) Um, Jessica says, I was giving my horse a bath yesterday and I went to wash his butt because he gets like really sweaty in between the cheeks. And so I went to spray him and then the water bounced off of his butt and hit me right in the mouth. <laughs> oh. No. no. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. Um, okay. And Who now was that? Can, what's the first name on that one? Jessica. She's in Florida. So uh, she gets yeah. butt sweat on her horse. You got to host that never allowed off. back here again. <laughs> you know, the problem is you went to pelt it. You just got to like put the hose right up to it and use your hand. You just got to get in there. Just get in there. And those butt cheeks. Come on. All right, it's now it's worse time. when they have diarrhea. Then I have to clean them up after. It's like, oh, oh like you've ever cleaned up and... diarrhea I on have, a horse's actually. legs. I have on my pony. I have getting it that. out of the tail. Yeah, getting Oh, that's the worst. It gets all crusty in there. Soak it in a bucket, the tail in a bucket, and then you're going to hold this like poop soup bucket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> actually, that doesn't bother me at all. It's really <laughs> hard it when it's a miniature poop. horse and you're like oh. sitting on the ground with the bucket, too. Oh. These are fun conversations. Anybody having <laughs> breakfast right now? Mm, delicious. Okay, now let's move on to um, our first ever live in studio. Madison, take it away. Okay, I'm going to try and do the Jamie Jennings inflection. Okay. 
My horse is going so great, and I'm so excited to start ranch riding, but I have to work in Ocala all winter. <laughs> that's a perfect one. That's, oh see, that's God. an example of a perfect question for a swell problem right there. Yeah. I mean, that sucks. <laughs> right it next to the pastry shop, the ice cream store, and the pizza place. Yeah. <laughs> and then your horse is going, my mom was gone in Florida working all winter, and she came back like 20 pounds heavier. Now I have to yeah. carry her so out of shape. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> And then for my mini horse, I bought her Twinkle Toes, which I remember as a kid being so much fun, but I forgot that it's impossible to get off. You have what to, is it? you have to, it's like nail polish for their hooves, oh, but you have to yes. shave it off. <gasps> no. Like with are a rasp. So she just, I left. That became it's popular honor. back in the 90s. Her toes we, are we, purple. We, we were the, one of the first ones to carry it online. And we sold a ton of that stuff. Yeah, and then they bought it once. And they bought it once. And it's still <laughs> on their hooves yes, it's still today. <laughs> How long does it take for a hoof to grow out? Like... 14 months <laughs> a year yeah it'll just be there Nobody so i mean like oh my god again. your roots <laughs> yeah. are showing like <laughs> like your roots are showing you gotta like put some more at the top yeah no it's that's weird i didn't know you had to do that i just thought it would like wash off yeah no. i'm just gonna ask the farrier yeah i it is true that stuff never comes off maybe i should get some of my own fingernails yeah <laughs> you, know? you never have to do them again you never have to, never have to do them again. it smells It'll just like nail polish it, won't it did. Off. I remember that stuff. Oh my god! Is it still around? I was down in Wellington uh, in December, and there is a giant tax store that. There's a big tax store. Yeah, there. yeah. That's just Matter on the whole corner, and yep. they have every color. Is it still like it used to be? I forget the name of that store. Is it still like it used to be down there, Jamie? You'd love this store. It was the old fashioned where it was stacked to the ceilings with stuff. Yes. I mean, there's just stuff like the old tax stores used to be before they got yeah. Doverized. You know, mm-hmm. they're just it was just crap piled to the ceilings everywhere. Yeah, there's like all the bridles and stuff hang up really high, and the breast collars and everything so if you want to get one down they have that like stick, the stick? yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you would love this tax store jamie it's it's a, and it where is, is the it? in wellington it's uh, in wellington it's right across the street pretty much from the from the showgrounds yeah um, and yeah. it takes up like half of a shopping center it's huge it's huge and it's you walk just- in you're like oh this is a tax store and then you turn to the other side and you're like oh it's also a clothing store <laughs> all the way over there i can't quite see the other side but it is it's huge. like big D's in Ohio. Just go in there. It's just like yeah, they have yes. all the things. Yes, all the things. Now I'm on the Twinkle Toes website uh, because I think that sounds amazing. Although, does it dry your horse's hoof out? I don't understand. So, Point is, yeah, they're supposed to be able. Like the hoof is still supposed to be able to breathe through it. I bought the glitter one. I've heard that the metallic ones they can't breathe. Their hooves can't breathe as well through. But the the glitter well, is supposed takes to be easier. A rocket launcher or a flamethrower <laughs> to get it off. Then I guess not a lot of breathing going on. It can be can be good. But then <laughs> yeah. oh, so so I went to their website to see like if they advise you on how to take it off. Um, but then they have stencil kits, and that you can stencil oh, man paint and stuff. And then I started realizing like. Oh, it says your artwork may last for days and days, or it can be easily brushed and rinsed out. It's water-based. So why don't they do that? Is that the body one, though? Yeah, the body body one comes, the body glitter comes off easier. The twinkle toes is. I was thinking you have to shave it out. So what does it say? Does it say to use paint thinner on the twinkle toes? Does it give you instructions on the website? It says to use um, a sander. It says to sand it off. Okay, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> that can't be healthy. We're going to be sued by the Twinkle Toes people now. <laughs> but, I, I do, but if you get like those little blocks, like the soft sanding, like the high, yeah. high grit, it's you could just really kind of get it. it. Yeah. yeah. But, I'm yeah. sorry, but I, I, I would not put the Twinkle Toes on my horse's hoof, but by God, I'm getting my fat Andalusian a Twinkle Toes stencil kit. Yeah. <laughs> I also bought the body glitter, so but that's easy to come well, off. Well, it would look good on your gray, on your almost white Andalusian. Yeah, that would look good. You come home and they're like, why are you covered in glitter? Were you at the strip club again? <laughs> no, I was twinkle toesing my horse. Yeah. For the for the barrel races, I, I used to spray purple glitter in my horse's mane. Yeah, of course you would. Yeah. yeah. Duh. Duh. Kind of, I, wouldn't I think that's a thing for the yeah, yeah. barrel racers. That's why I, I went there. I did there not mean to make this all twinkle, the glitter. <laughs> twinkle toes commercial. I'm just fascinated by I wonder it. how many women have actually chosen their horse sport by what you get to wear. I mean, I hope a lot. 
<laughs> like, have you seen the outfits? The fringe? It's amazing. Uh, I'm going to be seeing a lot of that this weekend over at the Wisa show in uh, Dallas. That There'll be a lot of fringe. A lot of fringe this weekend. Well, that's it for today. We're going to have a full week of shows for you. We have the Endurance Show tomorrow. That is a Karen. I don't know if you saw. Are you friends with Karen Chat and uh, Jamie on Facebook? I don't know. She lives in northern Nevada in the mountains toward California. And they had those those cyclos, whatever they call them, that storm this, the storms that have come across the bomb cyclone. Yes, when she had snow up to your waist last week, and they were expecting another one today and tomorrow. So Karen may be on if she has power. She lost power in the last storm. Another storm coming. So tomorrow we may do endurance or may not. We'll see what happens. And then uh, Jamie will be here on Wednesday. We have uh, Mary Kitzmiller and Jennifer on Thursday, and then. Uh, Lisa's going to be filling in for me on Friday because I'm in Dallas working at WISA. So uh, Lisa and Jamie will be here. So we have a full week of shows for you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Madison, thanks to you for hanging around with us. Are you going to stay with us for the post show? I would love to. Okay, good. So uh, we'll, she'll hang around with us and we'll chat in the post show. Uh, anything else, Jamie? I'm going to have some potential drama Wednesday or Friday for you. I'll keep you posted. She's planning on it. She's planning the drama right like, now. Like, I was like, do I tell him today? No. Little teaser. I'm going to tease. And there's 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 two potential dramas. So, like, do I save them both for Friday? Do I give you one on Wednesday and one on Friday? I don't know what to do. I don't know. Because there's going to be a follow-up on Monday, next Monday. There's so much going on. Okay. <clears throat> Stand by. Spay, neuter, geld. Glenn doesn't even know what it is. He's dying. I'm uh, writing a note to Lisa right now. <laughs> I need you to fill in. <laughs> She's fired. <laughs> Time for the Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. Glenn, I do want to try to come down to Ada for a day. Are you going to be there on Sunday? Yeah, I fly out Sunday. I'm going to be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay, I can't go Friday. I'm I my think it closes night. on Sunday, actually. Okay, I just that's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. So what time are you going to be there on on Saturday? I'll be there all day, pretty much. Okay, so if I got up and came down early, get yep. hang out, walk around. Yeah, yep. I, I, I think I can arrange getting you a passing. We do Weez's show, so I think yeah. we get that accomplished. Would I drive home? It's right. It's right outside the city, right outside of downtown. Um, Maybe I'll go see my cousin. It, it's right there. Yeah, let me know if you're coming. That'd be fun. It's and by then I'm going to have all my work stuff done. It's pretty much going to be hanging out, helping the salespeople and stuff. Uh, so, uh, Madison, how how long you been listening to this nonsense? I want to say three years. Three years. How'd you find us? I started listening to the plaid horse and y'all's bumper at the beginning. I was like, what? Like, who is that? There's no guy in this show. <laughs> who is this man's voice? And so because of that, I, I ended up looking y'all up and I originally... So the bumper everybody hated actually got you to <laughs> yeah. listen to more than one show. So yeah. it worked. I was, Perfect. Yeah. I couldn't figure out, like, is he going to come in on another episode? Where is he? <laughs> Wait, what show? I missed this. She was the plaid horse, plaid horse first. or the plaid oh. cast. Yeah. yeah. And the, so you're not on the plaid horse at all glenn no i was just in the opening bumper the it horse was radio the bumper, bumper the horse radio network yeah. bumper yeah yeah yeah. you're like who is this weirdo that is stressing the word <laughs> is when it should be horse i was actually sorry. team glenn for that sorry uh, yeah i was i'm finding out after we changed it that there was a lot of team glenn for that and a lot of people upset we changed yeah. it i'm you know, definitely there's like, there like four of you <laughs> i'm definitely team this new bumper for the uh after show though Oh yeah, that. this new bump that you didn't like the poop one. No, I I would honestly. You know, hit I did that skip. just to piss Jamie off. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> I hit the skip so button. Gross. I was like, I skip okay. thirty and go back ten. Yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, what can I do to piss Jamie off this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've been doing this a long time. I'm running out of things. Oh, trust me, Glenn. I am going to just fuck with you hardcore this week, okay? I've got all sorts of shit going on, and I'm not telling you a damn thing because you're going to have to wait. <laughs> Okay, got it. Let me uh, write to the editors.
And both of these things that are happening <laughs> <Yeah>. are maybes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's how you, and you know, we got a new auditor. One of the new auditors I was chatting with this week uh, has, and she's only been listening two months and already became an auditor. So that was kind of cool. Yay. Uh, you know, it usually takes people years. And I said, was our, we always say on the show that it takes you a week to get used to our nonsense and then you're addicted. But yeah. if you don't get through the first week, you're obviously not going to hang around, but you need a week. And she said, she said her friend recommended us so highly that she gave us a couple of days and then she got addicted. She said, I became, this was interesting. She said, I became an auditor when I realized that I was, all I look forward to in the morning was hearing your show. And then she said, I realized that then I needed to support it because I just woke up in the morning looking forward to your show. That's awesome. That's morning radio for you. That's cool. Yeah. Isn't that what you, that's what used to happen to morning radio, right? The thing that made that drive through fucking Atlanta. So yeah, Yeah. (laughs) was me telling you where you were going to stop and be stuck on the way to work. (laughs) That's how I found some other podcasts is like, as, cause I listen to Sirius XM. And so some people would get canceled and I'd be like, I have to have them. I have to have their voices in my head. Let me see if they do a podcast now. (laughs) You know, it's funny because um, Atlanta, you know, we talk about Atlanta all the time in traffic. And people who have never been to Atlanta don't appreciate the 85-lane road that goes right through Atlanta. And if you're in the wrong lane, like if you don't know it, like we don't drive through there all the time, and I never know which lane I'm supposed to be in to get to where we're going, if you're in the wrong lane, you're screwed. Yeah, and there's exits on both sides. Yes. So if you're in the far left, like you're oh, like, you're oh, I'm going to go the, fast. Yeah, right. You're never getting no. off on the right. No. no. <laughs> you're going wherever left takes you. <laughs> yeah. You're off on Peachtree Avenue instead of Peachtree City Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. Or Peachtree Street or Peachtree Parkway. Yeah. Or Did Peachtree I, Industrial Boulevard. There yeah. was an iconic diner hamburger place downtown. That the was, Varsity. Did varsity. I hear it's closing? Or? Yeah. Because it hasn't been around for like 50 years or something. The Varsity is closing? Well, so at the beginning of the COVID, COVID um, they, I think it was something about the property there, like the taxes for the property went up well, at the same right time off that, the <laughs> yeah, and it was the same time that, you know, everybody was having to shut down for COVID. And so they were trying to figure out how to manage that and i don't think that it anybody looks like figured it, it out might be st- okay still open i'm not it's don't still open right now the varsity in midtown is not going anywhere a viral facebook post claims the land okay. along north avenue by the connector has been sold to a foreign conglomerate to build a mixed-use development who knows that might be true i don't know i just google telling me that but all i know is what do you have yeah, it's still open. You could still go today. I have never been. All the years we passed it, and I kept going. But by the time I get there, I can't get off the exit. It's not so, worth it. No. No. No, it's, it's a terrible. You know what, though? I got to tell you, my, uh, you know, Nelda, who runs Horse and yes. Hound. Yes. I was um, very surprised when she was like, I have to go to the post office. I got a package that came in, and it's uh, it's sensitive. I was like, everything okay? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. My son, uh my son sends me varsity hot dogs in the mail. <laughs> really? from, he's from Atlanta and he will mail her varsity hot dogs. The Are OK Cafe is so much better. Oh, God. OK Cafe is great. Yeah. See, you know that burned down? Welcome they to had the to Atlanta podcast. It. Yeah. <laughs> OK. So like there was this place in downtown lay on Peachtree Street that had like veggie. It was a place you go really late at night. And I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me. But there's like it's almost 24 hours. It's a restaurant. And it was like in Midtown and it was so cool. And they had like vegetarian food. And last time I was on Lynn, I wanted to go there and I couldn't remember the name of it. Is there a, I imagine there's not a lot of vegetarian restaurants in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, well, oh yeah. Now, now there, there, is. Now there yeah, is. Yeah, now there yeah, is. But years yeah. ago, there couldn't have been. No, yeah. when you were me at, you know, 10, when I decided I didn't eat meat, you got to have a um, baked potato. Yep. Yeah. And broccoli, and then, oh, maybe. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, send it rice back. and beans. I, I, I don't want the bacon. No, you can't have rice and beans in Southern cooking. There's sausage in it. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. You yeah. pretty much can't have anything in Southern cooking. There's bacon in everything. I was yeah. vegetarian in college, and I went to a lot of Asian restaurants because they were the only ones who would like, if you ordered something without the meat, they would substitute it with more vegetables. Mm-hmm. Oh, they actually wouldn't skimp. They would give you actually yeah. more vegetables. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't yeah. change the price. But no, the price never. You can order a a chicken salad, you know, a big giant salad with chicken on top, and you'll like no chicken, and then they're still going to charge you eighteen dollars. Like what? Yeah. 
But yeah. like the main thing, so now I just get on the side and I give it to Chad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Don't waste it. <laughs> and God, know, what was the name of the restaurant? Restaurants go through phases with vegetables. For a while, it was you could not. Their only vegetable at a restaurant, I don't care how fancy or expensive, was broccoli. And then it switches sometimes to something else. Or string beans. String beans. Yep. Broccoli or string beans. Yep. They were the only two vegetables that the world seemed to have. Yeah. I don't know if the broccoli, uh, you know, if there's just a broccoli conglomerate that talks to all the restaurants and forces them, like the mafia. is the broccoli mafia. <laughs> that's all you could get was broccoli. You know, Glenn would like the Vortex downtown. He needs to go to the you Vortex. You like spicy food? Yeah, I like spicy food. Okay. Yeah. I, What's it I mean, the Vortex. Vortex. It is really a cool fun name. place. It's a fun, um, cool place. The one it's, with the laughing skull in the back. It's a comedy club. Oh, cool. Um, no, the Vortex is like a burger place, though. Yeah, and but they, it's they, right they, next to yeah, the laughing yeah. skull. Cafe Intermezzo, that's not it. I'm trying, I'm Googling things, but the Vortex was fun. And so what you do is like, you go into the Vortex and... The one in, in Little Five Points, you actually walk into a skull, okay, mm-hmm. like a giant open mouth skull. So yeah. um, I'm I'm going to um, meet Chad's parents for the first time. They had something to do in downtown Atlanta. They were like at a conference or something, and um, I had never met his parents. And so I'm like, hey, uh, why don't I take you guys to dinner and to a Braves game? And I'm like, cool. And, and I take them to the Vortex. And I did not realize... The, I mean, there's like like you know naked statues on the wall there's like skulls <laughs> everywhere i mean it's very colorful. i mean little five points what were you thinking <laughs> no not little five i can't take them to the downtown oh one. okay yeah okay. i'm not taking little five i would never they never talk to me again but i did take i've <laughs> redeemed myself because they were like this is nice and now knowing them i would never take them to vortex i'd be like we're gonna get a waffle house <laughs> <laughs> or one of the like, mini I'm diners like, you're just sitting under the devil worshiping skull. Sorry, I know you're super religious, but like, sorry, I just where I decided to take you. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you'd think it's funny because your son's cool, but y'all are not that cool. <laughs> no, that didn't go so well, huh? I Did met her. I so met well. his dad. So <laughs> yeah, imagine taking him to the like, show, right? Oh yeah, no. no, the mom was. It was, it was her, you. It, your mom, my dad, your my dad, dad Jamie's was. dad. Uh, Jamie's yeah. dad was not. Yeah. I was and Chad's uh, mom came on. harrowing a field during that episode <laughs> i, I sound just it. like him yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so uh, do you remember years and years ago we, we we spent a whole like half an episode talking about this i don't know why uh there was a place called the heart attack grill in las vegas and the theme of it is a it, it's a doctor's office and the waitresses are all dressed up like sexy nurses and the thing about the heart attack grill was they put as many calories in the in these burgers that they could fit peanut so butter <laughs> and i wanted to see if it was still open and it is the heart attack grill still and they're actually doing licensing now and they have multiple locations from the heart attack grill uh yeah so there you go and it's where in las vegas in las vegas it's on the strip downtown okay that would make me hungry yeah. at heart attack grill and they had like you know burgers with four huge patties on them and bacon i mean it's just loaded it's on fremont street in downtown vegas i haven't been to fremont street in forever i haven't been to vegas in forever i went in august for the run for a million and it was amazing one of uh Lots of parts removed, but my trainer as a kid was also my mom's trainer, and his daughter married one of the competitors. So we went and watched him, and I <coughs> probably shouldn't try and say his name um, because I always get it wrong, but it's like Francesco Martinelli. He's the Ital- He was the Italian rider this year. Okay. He did great, and he already qualified for next year. Cool. Uh- cool. <laughs> I'm reading here. They still have they have the bypass. By the way, just, just so you know, when you're like talking and Glenn just disappears, just know he's, he's reading something online. Reading he's something. not yeah, paying yeah. attention yeah. to you. She at sees all. me. She knows. <laughs> yeah. uh, the bypass burger is one of them, and then they they have a thing, and apparently it's still a thing. This is what I wanted to see. If you don't finish your food, they spank you with a paddle. <laughs> Can you share though? I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh, it was given the world awarded the Guinness World Book of Records for as the world's most calorific burger. 
The quadruple bypass burger weighs in at a whopping 9,900 calories. Oh, my God. God. I just got heartburn (laughs) right then. Okay, four and a half pounds of burger, three tablespoons of lard. I'm doing this for Jamie. 20 slices of bacon, eight slices of cheese, 20 slices of caramelized onion, eight tomato slices, mayonnaise, ketchup, and mustard. I mean, it just sounds like a an picture experiment. Of this. I have. I'm looking at a picture right What's now. What's it called? The it's called the quadruple bypass burger. And um, I, I turn this monitor over so you can see. Oh, that's just <laughs> terrifying. It is. Does look terrifying. I gotta say. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you're going for like a family of four, when and Jim, you all agree. When Jemmy and I were doing the Finding Florida show, we would get invited to restaurants. And we went to this restaurant down in Wellington, actually. It's not there anymore. It had the best poutine ever, and apparently it closed. But one of the things they wanted us to do was try and eat the challenge, which was a burger that was stacked about that high, had eight patties. but And I, that would have been fine. I was okay with eating a lot of hamburger. But... They, it's a thing apparently in some places to put peanut butter on burger. Yeah, they do that here at the garage. Oh my god, what? I couldn't get through the peanut butter to get to the burger. It was yeah. just gross together. It was awful. No, that sounds very. Yeah, I wrong. mean, both of us could not eat but three bites of the thing because it was just awful. Peanut butter. How on do you did you not see that on the menu? Bird, did though? you see the picture, Jamie? Yes, that's you can't eat that. Well, you'd be a special person to be down. (laughs) Take a team. (laughs) Yes, that's right. You, if you are ordering that and trying to eat that, you don't care about yourself. Mm. Just don't. You've given up. I would just give up and get the spanking. I think that'd be worth <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. You, that's probably why people go there. <laughs> it is. I'm <laughs> sure. Kink. The sexy nurses don't help either. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, this has been an interesting conversation in the post show. Yeah. See, I told you it's why nobody listens to shit. They all lie about it. Nobody <laughs> listens to this. Nonsense. Uh, well, Madison, thank you for stopping by today. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank I'll you. I'll see it's you at your home turf sometime. We'll be Abs- over. Yeah, definitely. Madison, come to uh, Oklahoma for... Uh, so, want, first of all, I want to bring the trailer to my house. I'm going to read yeah, that sucker. Yeah. So we have one trailer that does more of the Western circuit and there's not very many people on our team that are very familiar with Western. So hopefully my, my Wrangler jeans will give it away and my button downs. There'll be some big Western shows too, won't there uh, over the winter here? Here? Yeah. At at WAC? I don't know. I know that the truck that is at WAC is permanent now. So there will be a lot more shows that we're open for. Not every single show, but that truck will be open a lot more this year. So hopefully some new people can enjoy the experience. (laughs) And that was, uh, which one? At WEC, the truck at WEC. Which one do you work for again? I work there and... What's what's the name of this? Oh, Farm Vet. Farm Vet. Sorry. I always get Farm Vet and Valley Vet mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, I always get those two mixed up. So the... Farm vet, we also can ship pharmaceuticals. Oh, oh so my God. Yeah. I need drugs. Send me your catalog. <laughs> it's, so. called, it's called farmvet.com, Jamie. All right. Well, yeah, but I want to like from chewy for, for the horse community. Like you can put in your horse's prescription and then we'll call your vet and confirm it. And then we can ship it to you at the show. Oh, cool. There's not too many to do that. Not with far, not with prescriptions. Yeah, yeah, very cool. All right, thanks everybody. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Providing Karen isn't like snowed into the point where she can't get her door open or her, her microphone on. Bless her, Madison. You've been awesome. I'll see you soon. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Thank you for Bye. all your support. Now go ride your horse. <laughs>